0: Hey, how's it going, everybody? Before I get into the episode today, I just wanted to take a minute and let you know where you can find me on social media. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at LoganFitch12 and on Facebook at LoganFitch. For the podcast, you can follow on Spotify, subscribe, rate, and review on Apple. I'm also available on Anchor, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Overcast, and Breaker. On the show today is a, a good friend of mine I met later in my path I guess at Moorhead, um, Isaac Kroom. Uh, I really enjoy talking to this guy. He's uh, he's just such a great uh, a great friend. Uh, he's a great uh, a great heart, and uh, I, I really just like hearing what he has to say. And I hope you guys enjoy as well. So, how's it going, man?
1: It's going, it's going. Um, I got off work probably like an hour or so ago. Okay. So just,
0: uh, just take a little bit and tell us about yourself.
1: Um, so my name is Isaac. I'm a senior at Morris State University, but I'm currently at home in Barstown, Kentucky, um, where I was born and raised, lived in the same household my whole life. Um, haven't moved ever. Uh, what else? Uh, Probably the biggest thing about me is just my faith, kind of where that's taken me throughout life and every aspect of life I've gone through. That's been a a huge constant. Um, I kind of live by the three F's. uh, So like faith, family, and friends. Um, And family is a very important part of my life as well. And then obviously friends are there as well. But uh, you can probably throw in a four, four F, which would be football. I love, (laughs) love the heck out of football, (laughs) but
0: Oh, that's awesome. I was never good enough
1: to play, but I love it. Love,
0: love, love the sport. Um NFL or, or college guy? What do you prefer?
1: I'm a huge NFL guy. Huge NFL. Huge NFL. I was a Col- I'm a Colts fan. I really don't like football college football as much okay. because I grew up in the UK era when they were when they were terrible. And then I went to college where their football team is not very good either. So right. like <laughs> Yeah. I'm just spending more towards the NFL.
0: Yeah, I got an, I got a notification yesterday that they got beat like fifty two to zero. And like, well I didn't even realize they were playing football and I was like, What the heck kind of sport score is this? I was like, What are they playing? It's spring. Did they get beaten baseball fifty two to zero? Did they get beaten basketball fifty two to zero? What's going All on? Right. But uh, but then, you know, I figured out it was football and I was like, Oh yeah, they played in the spring this year. Um
1: right man it's so weird and like the basketball team is actually good I'm, I yes. swear like the, the minute that I left college like to do online school they start being good like when I actually want to go watch a game yeah they're, they're good now
0: yeah for sure um <clears throat> so yeah you kind of took the same route I did I, I I my college experience has been very different than than a lot of people and it seems like you know after talking to you earlier I didn't realize or you know a few weeks ago I didn't realize that you'd you kind of did the same thing that I did. So Mm. if, I mean, I didn't ask you this, I didn't prepare you for this question. So if you want to share why you decided to make that move, if you don't want to let me know and I'll cut this out. But, uh, but yeah, we kind of share that same experience. I haven't really talked to anyone who did the same thing that that (laughs) I did. Um, so yeah, if you want to share, like I'm, I'm interested to hear like what, what called you to go back home
1: for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean,
0: um, I remember, like, I remember hearing
1: you talk about it, like why you did it. Um, and it made a lot of sense, but really I was kind of like forced into doing it. I didn't necessarily want to leave college, um, especially my senior year, which kind of stunk, but, uh, really COVID kind of just forced it okay. to happen. Uh, got sent to quarantine my, my second half of my junior year. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't really feel comfortable going back. Uh, So I stayed home and then I could have gone back this semester and I was actually planning on going back this semester, but I was just like, you know, I'm, I'm staying at home. I have a pretty nice job Mm -hmm. uh, making money. I don't have to pay for housing. I get money back from the university, like through my, through my um, aid, like financial aid and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. So I just ultimately decided, you know, it was just a lot easier, safer and financially more, more stability offered by just staying at home. And it just like, it's been challenging working 40 hours a week, but also doing school full time. But at the same time, at the same time, like it's really taught me just like time management um, and being able to do that on a a whole nother scale than when I was at college. Yeah. Because at college, like you have a ton of time, you know, compared to when you're also working 40 hours a week. Cause I wasn't working, Mm -hmm. uh, but like maybe 10 at the rec center. So I had plenty of time to do whatever I wanted to, but now it's just like, I've learned to value free time a lot more because of it. But like, ultimately it was just, it just came down to that. Um, plus I don't know if you've like been on Ward's campus, but I was there for like one day and it just kind of felt so restricted with all the like mm. rules and stuff that to, to follow. And I was like, I really don't want to pay the university to be here, to be restricted. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like it just didn't make yeah. any sense to me. So I was like, I'm just going to stay home, yeah. like, live at home with my parents for free. Like they pay for my meals sometimes. Like
2: yeah, it's just, nice. it, it made
1: the most sense for anything.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um so I didn't realize so did you did you catch it like early on last last year? What, like COVID? Yeah. Or were you oh, exposed no. to it and
1: No, I never had it, like Okay. Um never had it. I just decided ultimately like
0: Just for I didn't your want safety to be... and Safety. For yeah, like those I, around. you. Yeah, I get that.
1: Yeah, my mom's my mom's super high risk, so okay. like I didn't want to risk going to college and being around people from across the state. Whereas yeah. here, I'm just around the same people every day. Like,
0: yeah, yeah. I guess so. that. Yeah. Um. But do you feel like um? Okay, I'm gonna ask you this question. Uh, do you feel like after the fact you felt like you were in the right place? Like, did you feel like God placed you back home? for a reason other than keeping people safe?
1: You know, it's funny that you, that you mentioned that. I was literally just talking or thinking about this today. All the things I missed about Moorhead, like staying home, um, within the last few months, God has provided mm-hmm. for me. So like, I loved playing basketball at the rec center. Um, loved doing that. I would get off, get out of class and then literally go play basketball for like four hours a day.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and I don't have that back home. Well, I didn't. And then, uh, actually some friends from high school, like hit me up and were like, Hey, we have a group of guys that just go hoop every now and then. If you want to join, I was like, heck yeah. So there's, there's like check, check mark number one. Mm-hmm. And the other thing was like, I really missed better life because I served at that church and loved being around the environment and the culture. And there was a pastor that remembered me that I had like led worship and he knew the pastor at better life. He knew pastor Daniel. And so he messaged me and was like, Hey, we have a, we're looking for somebody to help lead worship and help with youth. Would you want to do that? And I was like, Okay. Absolutely. So there's check mark number two.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and then just the other thing was just like friendships and companionships with the people I had, which honestly a lot of the my closest friends in college graduated um my junior year, but they just graduated early. Um, but I being home, I got a girlfriend. So that's like you know my best friend now yeah. um and then also just like the guys I work with are super chill super cool so like I've gotten to know them more the people I go to church with so like the guys I hoop with so all the things that I was missing and the aspects that I loved about Moorhead um I've found at home which it's I didn't awesome. think was possible yeah. like I, I was convinced I was going to move to Moorhead after I graduated but now it's like man like I, I have that stuff at home too so it's 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 really just like interesting how god you know like he knows what you want and what you desire Mm -hmm. and sometimes those he's not going to give you those like if they don't align with what he has planned for you but like it just seemed like all the things i was missing he provided eventually Mm -hmm. you know it just it was just a matter of trusting waiting and then just like praying over those things because i'm I'm sure you felt the same way like you didn't want to leave college like it sucks leaving all your friends and all your you know you're comfortable in that situation but like ultimately you just take that step and like just see where it takes you. And
2: you
0: yeah. know, it's,
1: it's, it's worked out for the best, honestly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I will agree with that. Um, that was the hardest part about leaving morehead was the people and the relationships that I built. Um, uh, everything else, like was fine. Honestly, <laughs> I don't mean <laughs> to say that, you know, whatever, but, uh, but I do, you know, I, um, I remember that I'm not going to get into it, but I do remember the, like the last day that I was there and I was getting ready to leave and I was like saying my like goodbyes and it was weird. It was uh, really weird. Yeah. Um, but then I get home and I make, you know, new connections and some reconnections that I had kind of drifted away from being at Moorhead. Um, so that's good. I have a, I also have a, like a good group of friends, uh, a few, different groups of friends like you said um right. that are in just different parts of my life and in different in in different aspects of my life and that's really cool yeah to have uh, yeah. while still maintaining these friendships long distance I, I I know I'm guilty of this I know that I could um put forth more effort into my long distance friendships uh, than sure. I do but it you know it's hard um but I do I do still have that. But so that's that's really sure. cool. Sure. Um and I I like that you're able to like see it like that. Like even though like you we that's where that's I guess that's where we differ. I chose to you didn't really choose to leave. Um but you were able you're you were able to like make all these new connections or reconnections or um kind of fill in those gaps where there were I mean where there were some, you know? Uh, Yeah. And
1: and like, ultimately that's kind of been the story of really just my life. And I'm sure that's, that's, I mean, that's a story for everybody's life. Like you just make new connections wherever you go. Yeah. Um, I think just the hardest part is just kind of taking that step out. Cause when I first was at home, I was at the same job I was in high school. I'd worked there for five years. Um, And ultimately I was like, I want to kind of move forward. So I've changed jobs. Mm -hmm. but again like just taking that step and then like you know going to a new church i hadn't been at before taking Mm -hmm. that new step or like going back going hanging out with new guys playing basketball i never played with before like ultimately just those taking those steps like it's challenging it's scary at first like you don't know what it's going to be like but you you come out the other side as a better person and Mm -hmm. i think that's that's what you strive for ultimately um and doing anything that you do is just a progression into being better than what you were before. That's the main thing. Yeah. That's
2: really cool. That I get cool. out of it. Yeah, that's
1: good. And, like, you're talking about long-distance friends. Man, like, that's why I love this podcast, what you're doing, because, like, podcasts are just a great way to catch up with people. Yeah. Intentionally. Intentionally, yeah. but also to get, like, a product out there for people, other people to see. But, like, it's so cool that you're able to connect with other people. I always I, – I live by, like, the idea that whenever I say goodbye to someone, I hate saying goodbye. I always just say, like, see you later. Yeah. Because I, I have every intention of, like, coming down to Inez again yeah or eastern kentucky to like see you all because I, I i cherish those memories that i was down there one time and we played basketball with a bunch mm-hmm. of guys like and that was such a fun time like yeah. i really enjoy, i really enjoyed that so like i would love to do that again someday you know i want to be back in moorhead again someday
2: yeah
1: um Yeah, I just, I, 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 there are stuff that I cherish as a memory, but I also don't just want it to be a memory. I I have plans for that to also happen again Mm -hmm. in the future.
0: Yeah. So, uh, see, I actually thought I had to go back to Moorhead this semester, just like a couple days a week for a class. So I probably would have driven down or maybe stayed one night or whatever. And honestly, like, I was not really looking forward to it because I knew that no one that, I was around is there anymore. Yeah. You know? And so I was like I I won't have I I won't have anyone. Um if I if like you guys were there or anyone, then I would have been more excited for it. But then you know, it it turned out that I didn't even have to go. So I was I was very thankful for that honestly. But uh but yeah, so I would I would like to go. I would like to go if I knew that all you guys were gonna be there, you know. Mm. Uh, if if we could like plan something like a whatever a reunion i guess whatever you want to call it we, we
1: definitely have to get that yeah. in the works
0: <laughs> yeah and then you're yeah. you know you're you're more than welcome to stay here you have a place to stay if you want to come to inez and we'll go hoop and uh, we'll just have a good time
1: yeah same for you in barstown man like i love showing people the dirty Bee like with all of its murders and bourbon and <laughs> all this stuff
0: i love <laughs>
1: i love being able Honestly, to tell people what's uh
0: what's the big distillery there
1: Oh, there's plenty of them. There's like Jim Beam, uh, Makers Mark, uh, Heaven Hill. Uh, there's a new one. It's called Barston Bourbon Company. They're really like high tech. They oh, appeal yeah. more to like the younger crowd. Okay. But they're, I mean, there's there's plenty of them. There's like cause something called the Bourbon Trail. Yeah. Which you can go to, you go to all the distilleries and try all the stuff.
2: Yeah.
1: I've never done it. Like, <laughs> I actually really don't like bourbon, okay. which is, I guess, a sin to say because I live here. But I mean, Hey, do, that's your
0: thing man go for it I, I enjoy it and i i have uh i don't remember which we went to the bullet distillery uh in louisville or like right outside of louisville okay, a yeah. couple years ago and that was really cool yeah. um mm-hmm. and i would like to i would like to go on the bourbon trail i think my mom has been a couple places but that's really cool and i've never been to bardstown i would really like to i think that'd be cool is there like is there like bardstown history that i could see that i could learn being there
1: uh we have like the civil war museum as far as history goes it's probably going to be the closest thing you have um and then there's like a place you can go to eat where supposedly i think it's jesse james that's the cowboy right they got Mm, it so apparently supposedly there's like bullet holes on the walls from where he was wow from where he shot there i don't know that's that's all up in the air but like like
2: the
0: story though i'm a fan of the story
1: (laughs) yeah if it it is true it's really cool but if not you know it's just a way to get people there, I guess.
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. All right. So (laughs) kind of going, you know, I guess this kind of goes along with, with what we were talking about, but if you could do something all over again, what would it, what would it be? What would you do again?
1: Man, if I, I would definitely try to play football in high school. (laughs) I didn't, I didn't. And all the guys that I have come in contact with that have played football, just rave about like how close they got with other dudes yeah. and like how those connections are still happening. Like they still get in touch with people. Plus like, I love talking football. I love watching football and I just think it would add another element if I could say, Oh yeah, I also played that. Also like,
2: played, you know. I
1: did. Yeah. I did actually try out one year. So I ran across country throughout high school. Okay. So I was, may, I was maybe a buck 35 in my senior year. Like that's how much I weighed. Not a big guy at all. Um, but for some reason, I got in my head. I was like, it's my senior year. I got to try everything I want to do. I'm going to go try our football. They lined me up, like, first practice. They lined me up against, like, the biggest guy. He actually plays semi-pro football now. So, like, wow. he's <laughs> huge. They lined me up against him, and we're doing, like, this drill where you're, tr- you're just trying to push him back. And they said go, and he, like, picks me up, carries me back 15 yards, and then, like, sits me down. And I literally I sat there, and I looked at the coach, and I was like, I appreciate your time. And then I (laughs) went. Like, I was done, bro. Like, I, that's when I knew this was not, this was just a dream. It was not going to happen. So then I went back to cross country.
2: That's fine. But I would,
1: I would definitely go back and try to like maybe focus on weightlifting instead of running six miles a day.
0: (laughs) You have been, I I see your, your Snapchats and stuff, and you have, you are like lifting weights now, right? Like, are you still in the gym every day? yeah like now that I'm now that I've actually
1: got into it I really enjoy it like I used to fear it because I was like man I'm a runner like mm -hmm. I have no upper body strength nothing like that and now that I've kind of got into it I have some guys who have shown me you know what to do proper form and that kind of stuff I love it like I just love being able to put on some trap music Mm -hmm. like which doesn't fit me like this it's just like this hood (laughs) music that's like you know shooting and killing and all this stuff drugs and all this stuff which doesn't fit me at all but like I just love that energy <laughs> that yeah. kind of stuff. Like,
0: I agree. I agree. Boy, we worked out a time or two together. I believe in Moorhead, me and Brooks and Kyle, maybe.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. That's yeah.
0: That was, that That's was when, in the back of it. that was when I first started, I feel like, or maybe I like, I feel like I've oh, worked yeah, out. Did you train. I forgot about that. Yeah. 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 I feel like I started working out in high school, but, like, I would go in, in, like, spurts. I'd go for a little bit, and then, and then I got a job. So, it was weird, like, the gym that I work at now was owned by a previous company, and I worked for them, and then I went on and did other things, and now I'm back again at the same gym for another guy. It's weird, but, uh, but, yeah, so I worked out when i worked there in high school and then i got out of it and then i started running like you and um i never ran cross country or anything i just did it because i just needed something to do and i didn't really like to lift weights at the time and then you know getting back working up, uh working there i have been working out again and i'm getting really into it I'm learning stuff it's, it's it is it is nice to learn stuff i really enjoy that um like you said learn a proper form and and everything you need to know about it um that's it's important it really is. Oh, oh, yeah. And I've <laughs> and I've been doing this for a year now, but I've just recently got into uh, stretching uh, properly. Mm. I hate like I yeah. hate it, um, but I know that I need to do it because my my back's been hurting, my hips been hurting, and yeah. Uh, so I, I've been yeah. making myself like stretch more, and it's it's honestly helped. I recommend it to to everyone. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, absolutely. Yeah. So.
1: Like it's. That's, I mean, that's so crucial, but have you, have you done pre-workout too? Have you?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't typically, honestly, uh, I usually work the morning shift. So, um, I typically just drink a cup of coffee and then go work. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So I have done it, but I don't typically do it.
1: Yeah. So, um, I know plenty of guys who do that, like the coffee instead. And I, so when I first started getting into pre-workout, I didn't realize how strong that stuff was. So. I was like doing a full scoop
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> at like nine o'clock at night. Cause that's when I was get off okay. work and I would be up until like three in the morning. So last semester, I had the worst GPA I've ever had last semester. And it was purely because I was up until 3am every night. and <laughs> Like I was not doing, I couldn't focus in school cause I was just ju- like juiced out of my mind, like sh- shaking from how much pre-workout I did. But like, Eventually, I learned how to manage it to not take as much. But that stuff is legit, man. Like, that stuff will kill you. And on top of that, I was having coffee like in the morning, so there's the amount of caffeine that was going through my body was just insane.
0: Well, I have to every once in a while. I'll I'll notice that I like am am getting too much caffeine. I I know that. (laughs) I know that by my sleep schedule and just how I act and everything. And I'll have to like do a a caffeine detox where I don't. Where like I'll I'll allow myself one cup of coffee a day. Cause sometimes I'll drink two cups a day and then sometimes I'll have pre-workout. Sometimes I'll have an energy drink, not all of it, but you know, uh, I'll have a mixture of of some of it and I'll get to the point where I I have to, I have to basically detox and, and uh, (laughs) flush it all out of me. (laughs) But, uh, man,
1: and honestly that it's so hard. Like I respect people. And it's going to sound bad, but like people who have actually done like been addicted to drugs or something like that and they have to detox off of that. Yeah. I can't imagine. Like I'm just from detoxing off of caffeine my body, I was struggling like I had anxiety yeah. out the roof like my body was just hurting so I can't imagine it gives me a such such respect for people who like have you know legitimate addictions to things and are able to get off it like it's yeah, it's sure. it's stronger than me the stronger than I'll ever I, be honestly
0: Yeah I'm honestly like I'd never thought about that but that's so true that's so true Like it's just caffeine for me and I, like it was the hardest
1: thing I've ever done Yeah and yet there are people out there who are like getting off hard stuff so respect to them more than more than anything respect to them because i couldn't do it
0: all right so what what is one thing that you think every human should learn how to do oh man i think like i think
1: you need to reason be able to reason with other people or like at least at least like be able to see where they're coming from I think that would solve so many issues (laughs) in society in relationships I don't know just in general like every aspect of life religions those kind Mm -hmm. of things like yes I'm a Christian I believe Christianity is the right way but at the same time you know I can understand where someone who's grown up in a Muslim household or whatever it may be and like i'm from kentucky so like i kind of lean more conservative but i can see where a liberal person comes Mm -hmm. from so like it's just like all these all these arguments that people have i think stems from not reasoning with other people Mm -hmm. but also like just having logical thoughts about information and those kind of things so like we have the the age of misinformation right now Mm -hmm. Or you get on Twitter and you can't, or you get on the news, you can't tell what's going on. So just being able to reason and like think for yourself about what I should believe and what I shouldn't believe, I think that would also help a ton. Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah. I I agree. I like that's something that I really struggle with is like, honestly, like not knowing what I truly believe, what I feel because of how much I read and how much uh i'm influenced honestly uh so yeah i I agree with that yeah i mean it's not like you know
1: i i don't want to say people are too bigoted nowadays but i think there is a a, an element of people being so set in their ways that they won't see the other side Mm -hmm. and that's it's okay to like be confident in how you think But at the same time, you shouldn't be so confident that you can't see the other side. I think even if you're like as a Christian, if you look at the life of Jesus, um, he never really, you know, came to people and said like people who were lost were never set in their ways. Like Mm -hmm. they were looking for something more than what they were living for. The only people that weren't like that were the Pharisees. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly who Jesus like condemned. Not really condemned, but like was spiteful towards. He was like, you are so set in your ways thinking that you're higher and mighty than everybody else. I can't stand it. But like these sinners who have, you know, are rejected by society, but are open to hear new ideas are the ones that Jesus eventually had the most impact on. So like, that's what I really want to strive to be is not somebody who um, is like self-righteous, but somebody who's like humble and trying to, you know, hear everybody's point of view yeah. and opinion. And then we can have open and honest discussions about what we believe, why we believe it. But like at the, at the base level, before I even share to you what I think, what I call the gospel, I want to make sure that like, I understand you as a person and Mm -hmm. why you think the way you think, you know what I mean? Like, I I, think that's crucial. I
0: agree. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's a lot of, that's like the bottom line of what's, kind of going on in the world yeah. right now you know it's just that no one like you said everyone's too set in their own ways and um you can't yeah you can't um you don't want to see why other people feel the way they do yeah yeah so it's like
1: <laughs> it's like um I used to be, in high school, I was very blunt about like, oh, I am absolutely anti-abortion. Okay. And like, to this day, I still am. Mm-hmm. But I see the other side and I recognize, and I'm willing to have a conversation with those people about that. You know, mm-hmm. like if, if you are pro-abortion, let's have a conversation about yeah. it, you know? Let's not be h- hateful towards each other, but like, I definitely want to understand why you <clears throat> why you think the way you think. And then I'll tell you why I think the way I think. Yeah. <clears throat> and hopefully both of us can leave better with a better perspective on the issue from that conversation. Yeah.
0: yeah, just just be kind. That's all it takes. Just be nice, be kind. It's That's all <laughs> you, it you learn it in
1: kinder- you learn it in kindergarten. But yeah. we can't live it out, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Okay, so going off that, what's the most important thing that you can do to improve yourself? That could be mentally, physically. We've talked about both kind of aspects of that. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, you know, it could be something else. Yeah. I think you just need to have something that's like an outlet for you. Okay.
1: Um, as a person, I, I've never met anybody that's like dog tired or stressed out to the max that is improving. You know mm-hmm. what I mean?
2: Yeah.
1: Um. Maybe I'm. I i do not know. Maybe athletes, but they choose that life. Yeah. I. I just think you need something that helps release all this pent up energy or like anger that you have. So like for us, that's working out. When it, when I was running, it was running. You mm-hmm. know. It's, getting that getting your body to like release stuff like that or maybe it's video like for my brother it's playing video games he, mm-hmm. he loves playing video games to get release of stress but like getting that stuff out of your body it helps you just think clearer um helps you you know kind of be more at ease mm-hmm. um just take i think taking care of your body leads to a lot of good in other areas emotionally mm-hmm. physically yeah. mentally just You got to, you got to start with the small things and then you can work your way up to more complex things. Yeah. And it's like taking your, taking care of your body. is just a baseline thing, but it'll definitely help in every other aspect of your life.
0: Yep. That's so true. So true. All right. What do you think, or sorry, um, what is one of the most important things you learned from your parents? Gosh, (laughs) man, um,
1: I think it's just how to treat each other, because mm-hmm. um, I, I kind of saw them interact growing up, and like they had their fights every now and then, but at the end of the day, like they really they really embody um, the passage in Ephesians that talks about like the loving your wife or and and wife submitting to their husbands, because a lot of times you see that and you think oh that's misogyny in action, but like in actuality it's it's a in any relationship you have a give and take and. I think finding that perfect balance of give and take is key. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not just a, you know, marriage relationship, it's friendships, all those things. Um, and with any, any of the best relationships in my life have always included give and take. Yep. So like I, I give something for them, but I also, you know, take something from them and understand them more. Yeah. Um, so I think just being able to relationally, uh, relate to other people mm-hmm. um, has been something that's crucial and it's helped me connect with a lot of people like we were talking about earlier in the podcast um, making new connections with people uh, is relatively easy for me mm-hmm. now because I've seen I've seen it happen in my parents and like how they can easily bond with other people mm-hmm. so that's, that's definitely really been helpful in my life yeah,
0: that's good um yeah I feel like I feel like since doing this podcast and like talking to new people and talking to people I've never talked to before and recording it and putting it out there. Very first conversation has helped me in like everyday conversations. I mean, obviously, but, um, like working, in, uh, you know, working in the public, I, I, there were for a year and a half or so, I worked in an office and I was by myself all day or I was with as few people all day and I never met new people, but now I meet new people just about every day and it's really helped me because I feel like, um, before, I mean, I'm still kind of like, uh, I I will say that I am kind of backwards and, um, I guess kind of shy at first and, um, but this has really helped me. And, 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 and on the opposite way, like working there has helped me in conversations for podcasts. So it's uh, it's kind of balanced out. So it's it's been nice. Yeah, that's good.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can always you can get something from someone, like yeah. anybody you come in contact with. And that's not it's not like a selfish take. I mean, when I say take, I mean like you learn something from that person. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean, hopefully they learn something from you. Um, but I've always like I've always thought you were just like a pretty chill dude, like. <laughs> unproblematic from from what i could tell unproblematic anybody who's friends with brooks um has to be kind of unproblematic yeah because brooks is just an unproblematic person yeah oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. he's he's super laid back too so like
0: (laughs) i think that's why we all kind of got along hit it off real quick you know because we're all kind of that same that same way we're just all just yeah yeah It's good um Okay, so what is one thing you'd recommend people not try or do? What is one thing that you would recommend for people not to do? What is something that you've done in your life that you're like, I would never tell anyone to do that, or I would never recommend anyone to do that?
1: Uh, Pre-workout and coffee. Too <laughs> much of that. <laughs> pre-workout, too not to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, man. I don't know. I guess like dieting too much or dieting in general, really. Yeah. Like you need to establish a healthy relationship with food <laughs> because it is not a bad thing. And I think that's, that's where we get a lot of people mixed up. I was a big kid growing up. I don't know. Did, you, did I show you pictures when we were in Morehead? I don't know, honestly. Of me. I was, I was a really big kid growing up and like genetic wise, my family is, you know, kind of bigger, but I think what, helped the most was just having a healthy relationship with food so like knowing when to eat stuff but dieting is not a healthy relationship because dieting says i'm just gonna like not eat you know what i mean like that's not healthy like your body's not programmed that way your body needs this stuff Mm -hmm. but it's just getting the right stuff in there so i think any diet that you come across like keto or those kind of things I, i just don't personally i don't think it's worth trying um it just leaves your body wanting more yeah so just, I don't know. Don't don't diet if you can. <laughs> but,
0: just yeah, honestly, just like find, just like find what suits you. What's good. Don't, uh, yeah, don't um, overdo anything. Really, eat, eat, you know. Yeah, every, yeah. Everything, eat, everything in moderation. Um, it's fine. Yeah, I I I completely agree with that. Um, I don't, (laughs) I don't eat the best, um, but I don't, I don't feel like I eat horrible. Uh, and I feel like I maintain a, a healthy weight for what I feel like. Um, so yeah, I like that. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like everybody has, everybody's body's different.
1: Like I've seen people that, in that inhale food, but they have six pack abs and they're and they just like their genes are just there (laughs) so like any diet that says this is for everybody is so wrong like nobody has the same diet that's why you have nutritionists in the first place yeah but like the small amount of knowledge i have about nutrition is that you have to find what makes your body comfortable like even if you don't look how you want as long as you feel good the results like the physical the eye results will follow but mm-hmm. like feeling good is key in the beginning, especially like trying to
0: get active and those kind of things. Yeah. That's good, man. Uh well, do you have anything else you'd like to share? Um, you know,
1: like I just wanna also just emphasize relationships just one more time. Okay. Uh, because those have been so key in my life. Um, uh, my girlfriend, her name's Gracie, she's been awesome since I've met her. Mm-hmm. Um we always made a joke when we first started dating. It was like, we were dating ourselves. Like we're like the same person, Okay. which um, I'm not saying that you should try to find someone who's exactly like you. I'm just saying you need to find, if you're looking for someone, try to find someone who like has kind of has the same uh, beliefs mm-hmm. or common ideas as you, Yeah. maybe not to a T, but like the crucial things, because down the line, that's going to be either an issue you or it's going to be helpful for you yeah so like you know when 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 marriage comes this is what going back to what my parents taught me like when marriage comes um you hit these walls where it's like dividing issues on politics on religion Mm -hmm. on whatever it may be and those are things that you it's hard to get over because like you said we're so set in our ways so when you find someone that you can talk those things out with and they're not you know mean or hateful towards you mm-hmm. you always have honest open conversations that's so helpful um in developing a relationship yeah. and it's the same with friends like my best friend is uh in college was kyle Kleins. i don't know if you remember kyle yeah, yeah. but um it's funny because like we're a complete opposite personality mm-hmm. wise like he was kind of a more you know confident like i'm gonna say how i feel and i was like a more laid-back guy mm-hmm. um but as on a lot of key issues like things that could divide people. We agreed on things. We just, <laughs> we expressed them differently. Yeah. yeah. But as we progress in the relationship and we had more conversations, I kind of learned from him how to be more confident myself. Yeah. And and he learned how to be a little bit more reserved and more <laughs> humble. Um. But ultimately, like I think me and Kyle, as we continue to be friends grow as individual people and mm-hmm. get better, get better as an individual person. So like, relationships like those i value so much because like i said you just it's a perfect give and take yeah. where you are teaching someone something but you're also learning from them and i think that's that's key in relationships
2: yeah
0: <clears throat> i i can see i can see you oh, a, as you described you and uh, Kyle, i can definitely see that um but that's <laughs> that's awesome did you guys meet at morehead yeah, so the, so the story of how we met is really
1: funny because we met at a hall meeting, like you know, your floor or a floor meeting
2: mm-hmm.
1: when you first get to college, I well, as a freshman, and we did our introductions. And Kyle told me that when I did my introduction, um, he thought I was gay. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that was his first impression of me. I was like, well, that's good. Um, nothing against that, but like I'm not. Yeah. So, um, but then my first impression of Kyle was like, wow, this guy is a jerk. Like, I I don't like this guy. Um, And sure enough, somehow we started, we got to know each other and then we were like, you're really not that bad after all. And he was like, yeah, you're, you're not, you're, you're straight. And I am like, yeah, I am. am. I'm glad you came to that conclusion. But like, I don't know. It's just a funny, how we got to know each other, but like, Gosh, dude, that, those three years just flew by and I wish I would have cherished that more. Mm -hmm. Like we, we, we text all the time still about it. Like waking up or watching, you know, Thursday night football or Sunday night football and then going to wingspan and getting a a. 1am burger Mm -hmm. Man, and then coming back and and playing video games.
0: I forgot about wingspan and what is it? Did they close it down or does they rename it? What, what, What did they do? What did they do with that? I'm pretty sure they closed it down.
1: They may have a new thing there, new item, but, like, it just doesn't hit the same.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it does just not that, hit the same. Grease, just that ball of grease.
1: Oh, man. And those overcooked tater tots, like oh you can't my beat them. Oh, my gosh. You Dude, can't beat them. I
0: completely forgot about all this. There's no
1: there's no tater about it. Like, it's just it's It's just it's Like It's taught. like this
0: fried fried something.
1: And it's so good, though. Like. so good. And freshman year, you have no worries. Like your classes are cake. Yeah, you're just you're just having you're living life. And like I just missed that so bad. Yeah. That,
0: I don't know. Yeah, that was yeah, that was a good time. The the uh, the social aspect of it is like, where did I hear this at or read this or something? I don't know about how the social aspect of being at college is just as important. If well, I won't say more important, but just as important. As like the educational aspect, like oh you, for sure you need that you need that social aspect, and I'm glad I got that. I'm glad I did. I'm glad I did go because you know there were there were times in high school or like you know my senior year that I I thought I was just going to go to the local community college and just do what I needed to do to get through. Um, but I'm glad that they ended up talking me into going off a little ways and uh, experiencing storm life and all of that for at least a little while because um, you'll never you'll never have a di- you'll never have another experience like that you know
2: right
1: there's never another time especially in like kentucky where you'll be around such a diverse group of people yeah i mean unless you just work out of college um but there's people from so many different backgrounds like mm-hmm. i remember playing basketball against guys who are 21 like my age but also 40 year olds yeah <laughs> at the same yeah. time and like they all have different backgrounds and you don't know anything about these people, but just getting to know them, it really grooms you for, like you said, social interaction, Mm -hmm. um, which is, I mean, it's awesome. I I appreciated that more than anything. I think I learned the most from my professors too, just from social interactions with them. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, you have like these fabricated lectures and those kind of things where you're supposed to learn from what a textbook teaches you, but like the more valuable lessons are, the one-on-one conversations you have with anybody yeah because like this right here i mean this is you know you can learn something from this conversation yeah. whether you're listening to it or whether you're a part of it like we are yeah. you know it's just i don't know
0: yeah it's good man i have uh i've really enjoyed this i really really appreciate this it's been a good uh been a good time to catch up like you oh, said yeah. it's, uh, it's always a good time to catch up um, but I've really enjoyed this uh hearing your story and learning a little more about you. Uh, really appreciate it and uh if you're ever want to be on the show again, you are more than welcome. And like I said earlier, whenever you want to come back time is you have a place to stay, we'll go hoop. We'll have a good time
1: yeah, man i I really appreciate it. I'm glad we finally got to do yes, it. <laughs> I'm yes finally so I got...
0: yeah i wanna I wanna tell this real quick. uh it seems like every time that we had like a plan made. It was always on. It was literally always on me. Something would happen. We recorded about ten minutes of the of the first recording, and I had to get a new cord. I had some technical issues. It kept cutting out, and I said, "Well, I'll I'll get a cord this weekend or something like that." And uh, then ended up I not had to order one, and it came a week later. And so here we are, a week later, finally recording this episode, getting ready to come out. It's supposed to come out tomorrow. Um, <laughs> but uh we finally we finally did it
1: yeah we literally weathered like the ice storm we, <laughs> to get here <laughs> yes literally got
0: <laughs> yes so. uh did it i mean did it hit you guys hard out there
1: uh not as hard i think it hit you guys yeah i think I, i've heard a lot of people like in eastern kentucky talking about there's a lot more ice than we got yes. we still got ice um, we were kind of shut down for like one day, Okay, but yeah. after after that, it was fine. It yeah. wasn't too
0: bad. Um, I was out of work for a couple of days. We lost power for a day, um, but there are people, it's crazy, dude. There are people who still don't have power after like really? a week. Yeah. Not Damn. in this county, I don't think, but in like a county over, um, there are people who still don't have power. Um, and we went. We traveled down uh, to the southern part of the state to visit my sister today, and they didn't get anything. It looked like it never snowed. Like and then <laughs> and then you cross this line in like Floyd County or something, and then it's just piles of snow. So um, we see it's where nuts. the we see where the path was, you know. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. That 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 in a nutshell is Kentucky weather.
0: Honestly, like, yes, yes. Literally, literally.
1: Yeah. sunny, and then yep.
0: That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> all right man well again i appreciate it and uh, i'll let you go
2: but uh, yeah uh, thank you man thank Really you. appreciate it